Welcome to season six of the Education for Tomorrow Alliance, What I Wish I Knew podcast. This podcast is all about the emerging leaders and the steps they are taking to reach the careers that they have envisioned for themselves. If you have joined us in previous episodes, we welcome you back. And if this is your first time finding us, we hope that there are some little nuggets and tidbits that you can take away from some of these professionals in, in ways that you can Im- apply those into your walk or your education path or your career path. We are excited to invite you back on this journey as we speak with young leaders from Montgomery County, Texas and beyond about their careers, the steps and advice they have, that have helped them along the way and the dreams that they have for their future. If you learn, like to learn more about Education for Tomorrow Alliance and the programs that we offer online and in person, you can visit us at www.efta-us.org. We hope you guys enjoyed this season. In today's episode, I sit down with Courtney Boudra, who is the Director of Special Events at the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce, an organization that promotes and advocates for businesses in the Conroe area. At the Chamber, she's responsible for hosting major fundraisers that contribute to nearly half of the organization's operating, operating budget. Courtney has worked in marketing and events for six years, four of which have been in the nonprofit sector. Courtney graduated summa cum laude from the University of North Texas with a bachelor's degree in psychology. She has been married to her husband, Tanner, for five years, and they live um, in the Willis area with two fur babies, Lola and Brixley. In her free time, Courtney enjoys traveling, reading, spending time with her friends and family, um, and she also attends the Ark Church and volunteers with Christian Ministries. In this episode, Courtney talks about how she had the desire of um, entering into kind of the forensics and psychology industry and kind of how that changed and what had her make that change whenever she graduated college and started working and where she found her passion with events and serving others and really helping the community, especially in Montgomery County, thrive. So hope you guys enjoy today's episode. How are you? Hi, Corinne. Doing good. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, so I know you know a little bit about EFTA and kind of the programs that we offer. This podcast is really just a chance to give listeners, whether they're from Montgomery County or they find us on various podcast platforms, just an opportunity to get to learn from young professionals in a different way. Um, and so excited to have you here. And did I did a little bit of an intro on the front end, but you could tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yep. So um, my name's Courtney Boudra. I work for the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce in Conroe, Texas. I am the director of special events. Uh, special events is kind of just a fancy way of saying fundraisers in the um, nonprofit world. Um, so I have uh, four, five, but kind of four and a half, like big projects that I work on throughout the year. And those are our major fundraisers uh, for the chamber. Uh, those are Chairman's Ball, which uh, we actually just did about a week and a half ago. Uh, that honors our most outgoing chairman of the board, and it's our gala. Uh, we do Taste Fest, which is an event that uh, supports our members in the food and beverage industry. Any um, restaurant, bakery, coffee shop, brewery, winery, all of those wonderful things uh, 
who are uh, chamber members. We put on an event uh, where people buy a taste pass and they can go visit those places for about six weeks um, to, our goal is to drive uh, traffic to those businesses by them offering like a complimentary three to four bite sample. And they're they're going for the free thing, but hopefully they're staying for the ambiance, the service, and hopefully ordering more things off their menu. Um, and then in the summer, we do an Athena Leadership Award Luncheon, which is a women's empowerment event. It's how we recognize all of the wonderful women leaders in Montgomery County. And then in the fall, we do our beloved Lobster Fest, yeah. which is um, just like a whole An bunch event of events in itself. Like yes, it's, <laughs> it's several events in and of itself. Um, it's a huge steak and lobster dinner at the Lone Star Convention Center. About 900 people attend. Uh, we do a silent auction, live auction, and then the next day we do a golf tournament because why not? Why not? Throw it in yep. there. <laughs> Yep. So uh, throughout the year, I'm working on um, any any number of those things. We also do an elected officials uh, reception at the end of the year to uh, appreciate our elected officials in the area. So all of those all of those things are what I have been doing for the past about a year and a half. Um, before I came to the chamber, I worked for another nonprofit in Houston. Um, I worked in their development department, so still doing a lot of fundraising events, uh, grant writing, and I did that for a couple years before I came to the chamber. Before that, I um, worked in marketing and events for a software company, and um, it all kind of just happened by chance. It wasn't necessarily something that I... Um, went to school for or ever thought that I would do when I was in high school or college, but sometimes um, things just fall into your lap and you end up liking it and you just go with it. Yeah. So what was that shift or, let's back up, what did you go to college for? And then what was the shift that kind of was like, maybe this is where I, maybe this is the direction or maybe this is a strength that I have. If we just had a panel today and one of the panelists was like, the, the you will continue to learn new skills and new traits and things that you didn't even know that you could do. And there's an opportunity to turn that into different careers. So what did you study in college? And then what kind of was that shift? Or what do you feel like you're being called to whenever you made the transition into more of the events fundraising side? Yeah, so I went to the University of North Texas, and I uh, got my bachelor's degree in psychology. My plan pretty much all through high school and going into college was to be a forensic psychologist. Um, okay. So I was obsessed with the show Criminal Minds. I wanted to be a like serial killer, um, like profiler. Um, and um, I went, even when I was in high school, I went to a summer camp at Sam Houston State University uh, where it was a criminal justice sort of summer camp. And I got to really dive into a lot of those things. And I thought it was so interesting. And so going into college, I um, set my major for psychology and my minor in criminal justice. And I started taking classes in criminal justice because that's what you have to do when you declare a minor. And I hated it. I oh, no. was like, this is so not for me. This is so boring. Um, and so I just quickly um, changed my minor um, 
or, or I really just got rid of it because you really don't need one. Um, but I've still loved psychology. I thought it was so interesting and it's a very general um, subject that you can apply to pretty much any area of your life or any um, line of work that you go into. And so I stuck with it still with the intention of working in the field, maybe being a counselor or a therapist of some sort. Um, but then when I got to the end of my college career, um, the thought of going into grad school really turned me off because, you know, I just finished done, um, all of yeah. my years and I didn't want to like start over with another um, degree plan. Um, so I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I graduated. Um, I knew I wanted to do something that helped people, but it didn't feel like going into uh, counseling or therapy of some kind was on my horizon, at least not at the time. So um, I just started looking for jobs um, that I could get my foot in the door, just like kind of an entry level role. Um, and I found that at a software company and I worked as the receptionist and I was exposed to uh, lots of different um, projects that different departments were working on. And it was ended up being a great opportunity to learn different things. I definitely learned um, software and technology was not my thing. Mm -hmm. um, but um, our marketing department at the time was just a department of one. And um, she started asking me for help keeping their in inventory supplies um, stocked and, um, you know, all of their flyers and collateral promotional items. We had a lot of uh, salespeople all across the country who would need things like that for meetings or they'd be going to trade shows and I would uh, communicate with them and make sure I sent them what they needed. Um, and so after, I don't know, maybe a few months of doing that, um, that turned into me being the one who went to the trade shows. And um, I got to organize what our booth setup was like um, and, you know, coordinating the um, electrical and, you know, so many different like detail sort of things that people don't think of that go into something like that, coordinating meetings with potential customers. And um, anyway, this ended up turning into a full-time um event coordinator role yeah. um, and helped, I helped coordinate the first um, customer conference the company ever had, which was for several hundred people. And everyone was flying in from all different parts of the country. And what is everyone's different tracks going to look like um, throughout the week that they were there? Um, so anyway, that, that ended up turning into a full-time event marketing role. And I just fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, it, when I moved back to the Houston area, I did want to be a little bit more intentional about who it was that I worked for or what industry I was in, um, because I was just feeling that that calling for like something bigger. It's that right. like what I felt, you know, originally when I was set on psychology, I wanted to do something that helped people. Um, so when I moved back to the Houston area, um, I really wanted to brainstorm and be intentional about what industry or what company I worked for. And the only thing I ever kept coming back to was nonprofits. Mm -hmm. um, and so that helped, you know, yeah. 
my search be more targeted. And from there, instead of just like searching all of LinkedIn for job <laughs> openings, um, I was able to focus more on United Way's job board at, you know, nonprofit positions in Houston. And I ended up finding through doing interviews and reading job descriptions that um, development positions, which is like AKA fundraising, right. um, more aligned with my background in marketing. Um, and so I ended up getting a, a development coordinator position at Dress for Success in Houston and loved it. It was like all of the things that I felt were missing, I now felt fulfilled by, yeah. um, by doing something that helped people, you know, their, their larger mission of, you know, helping suit women and prepare them for job interviews. Um, these were typically um, more disadvantaged women who don't have a whole lot of opportunities or resources, um, and then see them land these jobs and be able to turn their lives around like that filled me up so much. Yeah. Um, and then um, ended up at the chamber about a year and a half ago because um, Scott Harper, who's the president, is a uh, longtime friend of the family. And um, when he was coming back to the chamber as president, he knew he was hiring for this uh, special events position. And um, he had reached out asking if I would be interested. I said, I have no idea what a chamber of commerce is or does <laughs> so um we're gonna have to talk about that and so we, we did that first yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we did and I learned and um I was actually living in Cyprus at the time and um for a while for about seven or eight months I commuted from Cyprus to Conroe um every day which is about 40 miles Ish, no. to and then 40 miles back um which was rough but um you know, it was worth it. I just fell in love with Conroe and the members and I, you know, really bought into what the mission is to, um, you know, promote business and advocate for business here in Conroe, especially those small businesses that really need the hand up and providing programs and networking opportunities and advocating at the legislative level for them. Um, and I bought in so much that we moved, you moved from, here. <laughs> <laughs> that we moved. Um, and now we're in Willis um, and we've been here for um, 10 months now and we're we're very happy. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I just love hearing the way people's different interests and paths and where you started out. We have a lot of people on this podcast that like that criminal justice. They loved NCIS or they loved yeah. Criminal Minds or CSI or something that has kind of sparked an interest, but some of them have gone through with it and some of them have been like, you're right, those classes were, were boring and I wasn't getting a lot out of it or something like that. So yeah, um, thank you. And for I feel like that's the beauty of college is like you. Oh, 100%. It's your chance to learn and explore and. <laughs> yeah. You go in with one idea and then you like take a couple classes and you find that's not for you or or maybe it is and that kind of affirms it or you end up finding something else so yeah yeah I agree and yeah it's also that great like where you're growing a ton like in high school you're still your, your sport or the group that you're a part of you're still with mom and dad or 
whoever that is. And then in college, it's like your first time to, you're on your own. Like you're in charge of your own schedule. You're in charge of what you do. And <laughs> yes. Yeah. And some people you thrive do. in that. And some people that's a huge, I mean, it's a huge shock for anyone right. going from high school to like a big leap to college, especially if you're going off to like a university. But um, yeah, for me, after going through college, I felt that college was a lot easier than high school because I had mm-hmm. some of the more of those freedoms. I just different yeah. personality types um, adapt yeah. differently to those different yeah. situations and environments. Yeah, that's true. Like that, that, and we hear that from students that they either thrive in it and they love it, or it's like it took me a year, but I finally got there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So what would you say, and this can be within your current role at the chamber or the other kind of roles that you had in the events that you did or development projects and things, but what would you say has been your proudest moment? My proudest moment was definitely um, putting on Lobster Fest of 2021 <laughs> um, because that event is in October and I started at the chamber in July. And um, again, Lobster Fest is our largest event by far, and it is the most well-known in the community. People travel from um, out of town to attend, um, and it's uh, the largest fundraiser revenue-wise for the Chamber. So it's definitely a big, big, big deal. Mm -hmm. And so when I started in July, not knowing anything hardly about the Chamber, (laughs) let alone um, our 800 lobsters yeah <laughs> yeah um so that was a a huge um something huge to tackle and you know it it really developed me professionally too by kind of like getting over a fear of just doing it like just do it like don't you don't need to ask a bunch of questions like just just do it just figure it out and so i was just tinkering around in our um database system and trying to find like where do we even get the lobsters like <laughs> I need to, like, like so you know just like go back and like find old invoices of you know the events in the past and try to find okay where on this line item are lobsters and steaks and those things and um looking back on different notes because again like my boss had really just started too. I mean, he had worked at the chamber years ago, but he had just come back within the past two months too. So he knew the history from way back when, but not necessarily, you know, the past couple of months or recent years. And so there wasn't really anybody to ask. Um, So, you know, just had to get over a fear of just picking up the phone and saying, hey, like this event is coming up. I'm new. So thanks for bearing with me. But um, you look like you have sponsored the event in the past. Will you sponsor <laughs> it again? Um, and people were so gracious and patient. Um, but putting on Lobster Fest of 2021, when I was brand new to the chamber, knew yeah. nothing. I This was a big step up for me going from uh, being a development coordinator um, to, you know, director of special events and overseeing all of it. Um, That was a big step up for me. So I was dealing with um, a little bit of like imposter syndrome, feeling like I had um, something to prove 
um, not only to others, but to myself. Um, and so putting on that event and that it happened for one was yeah, an accomplishment yeah. in and of itself, but it ended up being um, the highest um, revenue year for the event in the chamber's um, history. So yeah. that was awesome. that was definitely the proudest moment. Yeah, I'd grown up hearing about, like I knew about the event. I knew that it existed. When I came back as a professional, I knew people that went to it. But this this last year was my first time that you guys you like brought nonprofits in to help serve, yeah. and I was in charge of lots like putting lobsters on plates. Those yeah. are ginormous lobsters, and the amount of like just I mean it's it is a huge event. I mean that entire expo center is full, silent auction, people that you have cooking like, and and you're right, there are people there that I new in Conroe that that's the one event they come out to every mm -hmm. year that's where you'll find them and so that is <laughs> that is a great accomplishment just because that event is just huge and one that is treasured people <laughs> <It> <laughs> people, is, yeah. people expect it to happen and so I think that's a good one. <laughs> well, thank you so do you have a um kind of what is a goal that you have for yourself for like now and the next five years? What do you have any kind of goals set, big, small, doesn't matter what it is. Yes. So, um, well, you know, family comes first. So, you know, personally, definitely starting a family, hopefully having a baby or two in the next five years. Um, but professionally, um, Goal, my goal is to expand my role um, and, you know, potentially open up some other uh, revenue options for the chamber besides um, special events and membership, because those are our two um, revenue streams. Um, but we have had conversations about potentially establishing a foundation um, as um, like a separate arm of the chamber. Um, that would be a 501c3 charitable foundation versus what a um, chamber of commerce is, which is a 501c6 business organization. They're right. both nonprofits, but different, you know, designations open up different um, opportunities. Um, so that is definitely a goal to hopefully implement a foundation to, you know, do some more charitable things that is a goal for the chamber and hopefully oversee that because again, that's where my passions are is with the more charitable side of things. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a great idea. And yeah, <laughs> your team can do it. So <laughs> hopefully a couple more by then too. Yes, yeah. Well, that's a, I think that's an awesome goal and both a good one personally and professionally. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So uh, what would you, a lot of the students and a lot of listeners that not found this podcast are high school students or maybe young college. What is that advice you would go back and tell your 17, 18 year old high school self? Something that I think I could have done in high school um, that would have given me more direction when I was in college and getting ready to graduate college is doing those internships. I never did. The closest thing I ever did was that uh, criminal justice camp at Houston. Um, but I think if I had gotten that um, office experience and like 
getting inside an organization and like seeing how it ran from the inside would have given me more of a head start that I didn't get until I graduated college because it wasn't until I graduated college that I was like oh I think I'll just get you know my foot in the door somewhere start at the bottom and just kind of learn how it works I could have done that a long time ago yeah um so when you're in when you're in high school you definitely hear I mean it's drilled into your head get an internship do an internship all these things even if it's you know just in the summer but it's true. Do it because you'll just be so much further ahead. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd like to end each kind of podcast episode with a couple of other fun get to know you questions outside of the deep thought of how you got to where you are and the purpose behind all of that. So what are three things that are on your desk that others might not have? <laughs> Um, well, I talked earlier about our chairman's ball event that we did, um, about a week and a half ago. Um, the fun thing about that event is that every year the theme changes. And so, um, is this, that fun though? Cause then you can't recycle decoration. All this. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to get to like do something new every year, but I mean, sometimes I'm a little bit scared of like the yeah. possibilities of what it could be. <laughs> Um, but we had a really great theme, um, uh, just most recent one. It was Kentucky Derby theme. And so on my desk, I have some leftover um, little silver horses um, from the event that we used as some table decor. So I'm sure no one else has that on their desk. Um, I have a uh, crown cork and seal, uh, like, stress can. Oh, yeah. You know, they're a, an aluminum cam manufacturer here in Conroe and they have the best swag. So I have their, um, I have their stress. And you probably get all the good stuff too. Like I probably do. Yeah. Yeah. They're good to us. Um, and then I have a massive um, hand sanitizer thing that will get me through the end of the apocalypse. Yeah. So my hands You're are very ready. clean. Yes. Yes. I love that. And the horse. Yeah, I've not met any of them. No one else is on the podcast that has animal figurines. We've had some pretty interesting That's things, it. but. No one else had the silver uh, pony that you, they spray painted buy, themselves. I've got to say, did you buy just kids, <laughs> kid toys and spray paint them? Is that? Yes. <laughs> or collect? Yes. I thought I could have given you a ton. Next time oh, the theme is check the animal bin in our garage and <laughs> I'll let you know if I have any you can spray. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe next year. Yes. Um, and then what advice do you have for maybe those high school students that are maybe currently in high school or are looking to kind of continue growth and continue maybe a path as they enter into college? Like what's that advice you would give them to be successful from that like high school to college or what works for you or what helped you get through that transition and things like that? Yeah, something that I feel helped me a lot in the long run, especially when dealing with the um, general public, which everyone will have to do, um, is getting a part-time job, um, whether you're in high school or college. Um, if you're 16, 16 or older, um, there are so many great opportunities in our area um, for part-time jobs. I mean, and there, there are so many valuable things that come from 
working as a teenager or college student, um, even if it's just in the um, summer or on the weekends, you're going to learn time management because you have multiple responsibilities with school, after school programs probably, and a job. So you're going to have to learn how to manage your time well, and you're going to learn the value of a dollar. You know, when you are having to earn your own money, you know, you have to learn how to budget it so you don't blow it. And then (laughs) if, if it's on, if you have a car and it's your responsibility to um, buy your own gas, you can't spend all your money, you know, going out to eat, you know, you need to make sure that you have, gosh, depending on the size of your car, potentially up to $50 every week or two um, so that you make sure you have, you know, gas in your car. And the sooner that you can learn those things, the better. And if you're doing something in customer service, like um, you're waiting tables at a restaurant or you're, you know, a hostess at a restaurant, something like that, you are going to learn customer service and um, it's going to make you be much more gracious to people. Um, When you deal with uh, the general public, not everyone is going to think you're the cutest, nicest, sweetest, you know, person (laughs) in the world. Sometimes people will not treat you well. And um, you have to learn how to handle those things with grace and professionalism. And the sooner that you can learn those things before you're actually out in the professional working world, the better off you'll be. Yes. Yep. We tell every kid that comes through our program, get a job in some sort of job in customer service. Like you said, waiting tables, being a hostess, being a cashier, working the YMCA front desk. We don't care what it is, Mm -hmm. but like you do, you learn that. Then with people, you learn that empathy side. You learn how to be a problem solver. Like you cannot go wrong in any of those shops. You You might learn what you don't like, Mm-hmm. But that just will help you along the way. So I think that's great advice. And I, I also had a part-time job in high school and college. And I think that really helped me with the transition just of having something stable, having mm-hmm. some, like, knowing that I have to be there at a certain time. And it made the transition much easier. Yep. If you yeah. have to, if your shift starts at five o'clock and you get out of school at two o'clock, you know, you have three hours to get your homework done. Be or, productive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you really don't want to be getting home at nine, 10 o'clock at night and still have to do two hours worth of homework. You yeah. can, yeah. but it's not going to be fun. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Courtney, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course, I'm not a night person. So like all my roommates would stay up in college and I'd be like, 9.30, 9 o'clock, I'm going to go to bed. Like I was yeah. a lame, I was a lame college student in, <laughs> during the weeks at least, just because I was like, I need that sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, thank you so much, Courtney, for joining me today on the What I Wish I Knew podcast for EFTA. Uh, it's, I've known you through the chamber and have done things with you, but it's been great to get to know you a little bit better and deeper and understand kind of how you got to where you are and your background. And so I just appreciate you taking time out of your day to to chat with us. Yeah. Thanks so much. This was fun. All right. Well, I hope you have a good rest of your day. We all done. 